Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Passport Phone Wallet, your bi-weekly podcast where we share our adventures, our misadventures, and travel tips. I am one half of this double X. I am AJ, and I am joined by my fellow co-host, Al. Oh, no, no uh, cheesy intro. Is, is, that just, <laughs> is that just for me now? Yeah, I think we'll oh. just keep it plain and simple. Oh. Okay. You well, can I'm, come up with the jazzy ones. I'm definitely not going to do that. I think I think we both know after doing this for as long as we have, um, I will come up with um, something wacky and weird every time. To, to be fair, when we did the live, you referred to me as the, um, I think it was the crunchy nut cornflakes of co-hosts. And I yep. was like, that is that is the greatest thing I have ever been called in my life. Like, I cannot top that. Well, I so also called anything I was going to say was going to be a letdown. So yeah, so well, I I referred to myself as the uh, what was it the the wet soggy Weedabix of uh, of uh, <laughs> podcasting. So you know, swings and roundabouts. So are you ready to talk about the Netherlands? I am. Um, I was I've, obviously in preparation for this episode. I was I was thinking about the Netherlands and like, why the hell did we not fly into Amsterdam? Because did you know that um, Amsterdam Airport, Schiphol Airport, is actually one of the busiest airports in Europe, if not the busiest? I could imagine that. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me in the slightest, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, and we ended up flying into Eindhoven, mm. and it was just, I mean, that the the airport was was great, it was fine, but I just remember getting on the bus from the airport to Eindhoven town. And I was thinking, cause our flight had been quite busy. I was like, oh wow, Eindhoven's really popular. And then we got off at the main bus station in Eindhoven town and everyone went to like connecting buses and trains to Amsterdam. I remember that, <laughs> yeah. Like, like nobody was staying in Eindhoven except for, I think there was one couple. That... Yeah, I think they were locals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was like, Wow. So I was freaking out. I was like, oh my God, where have I taken us to? Well, I thought something was wrong. I thought shit, is 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 Eindhoven just not good or is it not safe? Or have we missed a trick here? And I mean nothing could be further from the truth, if I'm being honest, once once we were there, but it was yeah, it was a bit of a, a sharp awakening of how popular Amsterdam actually is. Yeah, and I hadn't really heard about anything to do with Eindhoven apart from uh the place I was working at at the time um a co-worker's brother um went to Eindhoven University mm. to do like some sort of physics degree and they were like oh yeah it's um really sciencey and I was like oh okay and then obviously when we, when we got in and we learned about like it's the birthplace of Phillips and things like that the company Phillips we were like ah oh, yeah. okay that makes sense but yeah, it was just it was just such a jarring experience. You don't expect when, you know, you, you've prepped this, you know, this this trip and then you get there and everyone that was been on the journey with you leaves. Yeah, it was <laughs> it really was. And I think when you get to Eindhoven, you do realize very quickly why every you know, you the people that want to stay in Eindhoven. And the people that want to go to Amsterdam are two very types of tour, uh, different types of tourists. Yeah, that and, is that is actually a very good description. Yeah. Yeah, and the you will have two 
even though it's the same country, you will have two completely different holidays depending mm. on which city you go to. And that's pretty much what we thought we'd talk about today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we obviously did Amsterdam as a day trip. Um, yeah. And obviously our base was Eindhoven. Um, so, yes, um, we will take a short break and then we will go into some fun facts. And then we will tell you a bit more about our eindhoven and amsterdam adventures. We got fun facts with AJ. So, some fun facts about the Netherlands. So, the two cities that we're going to talk about today are, as we've said, totally different. So, Amsterdam has a population of 1.2 million, and Eindhoven only has about 240,000. Mm. Um, yeah. They use the euro as their currency. They drive on the right side of the road. Schengen rules apply when visiting and type C and F pug outnets. Now, I do have a bonus fact because everyone will go, well, you're talking about the Netherlands, AJ. What about the marijuana situation? <laughs> well, I will tell you about the marijuana situation. Did you know that marijuana is legal throughout the whole country of the Netherlands, not just in Amsterdam? So there were, um, they call them cafes, um, where you could partake in um, marijuana-related substances um, in Eindhoven as well. And we did not actually do it. We didn't. It wasn't until I got on the flight home and I went, oh, we did not partake in the marijuana culture. Now, I, I will say before anybody starts correcting us, um, AJ does know it's pronounced marijuana. She just <laughs> likes to call it marijuana. So... If you're not sick of hearing the word marijuana yet, get ready, because she's going to say it a lot. <laughs> and we're never going to not hear it. So, yes, um, thank you for that, AJ, uh, with your fun facts. Um, that leads nicely into what I was going to talk about, which is the uh, inevitable weed culture of both You're trying cities. not to say marijuana. I know you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say weed. It'll be easier. It'll be much easier. <laughs> Just to I'm, give everyone a bit of context here, um, in a former life, um, there was an individual in my life who was quite a pretentious being in how they pronounce things. So I would deliberately mispronounce things just to wind them up. And it kind of just stuck over the years. So marijuana was one of these things that I used to mispronounce. Um, what's the other one? Jalapenos? Jalapenos. J just jalapenos. To, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> instead of jalapenos, we say jalapenos. Jalapenos. And, yeah. So, so, yeah. So um, there's your fun fact about AJ in the personal sense. But anyway, continue <laughs> about weed culture. <laughs> right. So uh, as you can imagine, uh, Eidenhoven being a smaller population and things like that, it doesn't get um, the amount of tourists like what we said in uh, segment one, where it's very much, a, you know, everybody bolts to, to Amsterdam mm. and, and all that sort of stuff. So what we found in Eindhoven was that, we we went to like an outdoor sort of restauranty area where there was like a it's like a food hall but outdoors sort of thing. Downtown um, gourmet market. That Chef is the one. Stunning. Uh, we we will bring that up uh, probably again uh, potentially uh, throughout the, this episode, but it was amazing. Now, mm. before we talk about anything to do with food and all that sort of stuff, we will just talk about the elephant in the room. Were people smoking weed? Yes. 100% they were. 
was it in your face and was it very sort of oh no people were just having a smoke and that was it we were outdoors so you could smell it but it wasn't like it was puffs of smoke in your face or anything like that it was very relaxed very casual there was no one that was like off their face or anything like that it was just a chilled sort of good time i think we need to appreciate as well as because obviously we live in the uk so smoking culture is totally different to like european culture yeah when it comes to tobacco cigarette smoking so you wouldn't actually know what they were smoking no if it wasn't for the smell yeah you would just think it you were in like an outdoor cafe in budapest or or vienna or belgrade or wherever the only difference is it smells of weed not tobacco and it's it's one of those things, obviously, because it's sort of been ingrained into the UK and, and Australian sort of culture that, that weed is illegal mm. and weed is bad and, and, and it's an illegal drug. You you don't sort of I think the easiest way to describe it is you don't appreciate the whole fact that it's legal for them. They don't know any better. So they just smoke it as normal. Mm. And it's just a casual thing. And you get used to it probably over the, the couple of days that you're in the Netherlands but, but do you know what's really funny? You know, we were talking about differences here. Um, yeah. In Eindhoven, obviously, because of the setting, it was the way the locals were smoking. But then when we go to Amsterdam, it was the tourists smoking. Yeah, that was the other thing I was going to sort of bring up is that it's, uh, don't get me wrong, t- tourists, the, well, the very few tourists that we did run into in Eindhoven um, were smoking. Um, but again, there was none of this whole falling down and, you know, acting like complete tools. They were just having a smoke and then mm. getting on with the rest of their day or going to see things or going to, you know, uh, museums and, and things like that. And the difference between that and Amsterdam, where the tourists very much do rule the roost and you do almost feel a little bit sorry for the residents that live there because it is that they, 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 it goes from one to a million. So it's like mm. going from, I don't know, uh, the equivalent in the UK would be like going out for, for a meal, having a couple of drinks, going home, to getting absolutely pished at a rave. You know, it's yeah. it's that sort of difference of you, you're going from relaxed atmosphere where marijuana is available to complete anarchy. And it is very much the tourists that that ruin it a little bit because they go overboard. They're not just having a smoke. They're going absolutely balls yeah. to the wall. And I think that was the thing that was the difference of that. And that's what we said sort of before. You are going to have two very different holidays depending on which city you go to. And, it, mm. and what you want out of your holiday will depend on which city you, you go to. There, there's definitely more to do in Amsterdam. But if you're just looking for a city break where you want to chill and just experience sort of the the, the culture. Dutch culture, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it depends. And and for us, it was very much we 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 enjoyed the the city of Eidenhoven itself. We enjoyed the Dutch culture. We enjoyed just, you know, experiencing just being around there with the locals. Mm. And it was so chilled and relaxed and yeah, you, you you won't really get that in Amsterdam. That's probably the 
what 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 do you think? I mean, am I just rambling here, or or am I am I way off base? No, I think I think you're summarizing it really well. What I would say is, you're you're we're very fortunate with the Netherlands where the infrastructure is so that you can do both. So mm. if you don't know which one you want to do, you can do both because it's a bus. It takes about an hour and a half. Um, the the country is very well connected. So if you want to, to do Amsterdam, but find it too chaotic, you can get the bus down to Eindhoven or a different part of the, the Netherlands and do something a bit, bit quieter. So you can you can mix it up as much as you want um, on the trip. Um, and also as well within Amsterdam, um, I would like to say Amsterdam North is a lot quieter to where like the main red light district, blue light district and central station is as well. So you can find quieter places in Amsterdam if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also the highest swing in Europe in Amsterdam and I remember seeing it um, and it is at Amsterdam North and I was like boatloads of nope and you were like let's go on it just to see my face and I was like no, no way in hell <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I I found um, to be honest with Amsterdam the food was good oh, I know yeah. you're going to talk about that in the next half but I do have to say yeah. the, the food in Amsterdam was very good but yeah I preferred Eindhoven um, I loved how quirky it was um you know from you know one of the main sites being d blob you know the uh the big dome yeah that's got like a shop inside it yeah it like it looks like one of those geodomes you know how those geodomes are on trend at the minute you know those mm. um big dome plastic domes that you can put in your garden and it gives you an extra like pop-up conservatory style thing in your garden yeah. it looks like one of those it's really cool <laughs> um and um, obviously, we we cannot talk about Eindhoven without mentioning one thing. What's that? There is a legend. May he rest in peace in Eindhoven. And we were very fortunate to experience him um, was Arnold Cox. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. The, the man that screams Bible verses at everybody. So, yes. Did you know that he got arrested because um, he was feeding pigeons? That's what he got arrested for, not screaming Bible verses at anyone who walks past. So he 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 um he got a couple of like public disturbances for yeah the preaching, um but yeah he got ones as well for for feeding pigeons, <laughs> and I realised because it was really weird when when we were in Eindhoven because he seemed to be everywhere and Eindhoven's not the biggest place, no. So it was like you could either hear him or you could hear him and see him, and it was like. I felt like he was following me. But then when we got home and I looked at it, apparently he could only be in one place for 15 minutes at a time. Yeah, so he's care of In his wheelchair, around, yeah. Yeah, moves him around the city um, to different spots. So that way he's not annoying everybody all at once or all the, like the, because the, he's in the middle of like a shopping district, like a high street almost. Sort yeah. Of thing. So they just move him around. So that way he's not, you know, people in these shops and not hearing this guy yell Bible verses um you know all day every day so yes he, he he definitely was an experience um i think if anybody could have used a bit of weed i think it was definitely him um <laughs> I, i'm i'm not i'm not saying that he should have part, partaken definitely but yeah i think he needed to mellow out a little bit um uh, but he was um 
an experience. Um, yeah, and yes, may, 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 he, may he rest in peace, as you said. Um, I think the other thing that we found that was really different to what we were used to, especially in the UK, is the um, bike paths. So the city's oh, yeah. the city's been very much turned into a uh, a bike area. So everybody rides mm. bikes, and it was the first time we really sort of experienced a city that, that its infrastructure is built around bike riding and things like that. So you've got that the, was observed because Amsterdam people were just walking in bike lanes. People did not care. Yeah, no one cared. But in in Eindhoven, in Eindhoven, much, yeah. You've got the 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 lane for if you're going one direction, you've got the lane for where you're going in another direction, then you've got the pedestrian lane. And it's very clearly marked and coloured and it was all really, really uh well And this is busy. Yeah, and it's and it's really well thought out. Um and people are very polite about it. Um, you know, if if they need to get around you, you know, you hear the bell and then they'll either mm. slow down or they'll go around you or you go around them and things like that. It was all very very civilized and very lovely, but it, it was the first time I really saw a city that was, it wasn't like the bikes were brought in later. This was clearly a design when they were building up the city um, mm. to, to really have it there. And it, and it is a really cool infrastructure, especially if you want to uh, use any of the public bikes. Um, easy way to get around the city as well. Um, not that it's mm. huge or anything like that, but it does give you a, a, a great sort of you can follow the paths everywhere um, and anywhere you want to go. Yeah. And I thought it was brilliant. And I think with, with the Netherlands as well, which we forget um, is because it, it, it's so flat because so much of it's reclaimed land. So it's, it's so, so flat. Yeah. Like normally, you know, when you go to say like Budapest, you've got like um, big hills and, and all that jazz. It is so, so flat in the mm. Netherlands so it's so easy to walk around so easy to bike around and one thing that it particularly in Eindhoven I noticed was you know when you go to a lot of places in Europe um especially like Catholic countries or former Catholic countries everything shuts down on on Sundays mm. in the Netherlands they do Mondays as well they do like reduced hours on Mondays so it'd be like 11 till 5 instead of like 9 till 6 yeah. for like shops and things like that because we were going to do the Phillips Museum on Monday which was our last day and obviously it was closed because all the museums are closed mm. yeah everything was, even the um the food hall that we went to um, yeah I've we, never we sh- heard of anything being closed on Mondays yeah the only things that were open before um 11 were like McDonald's and McDonald's yeah yeah so we had to basically camp out at Macca's um when we checked out of our hotel mm. Um, at 10 not that we had to wait that long I mean I, I, I say that we had to camp out we didn't really we just had to wait an hour for everything to open again um, and things like that but it was it was definitely different um, very very strange to see that as well because obviously yeah. the, the, the culture in the UK is everything has to stay open till whenever we want it to open otherwise it's mm. a kickoff so it's um, it, it goes along with the relaxed culture and I think if you're ever going to the Netherlands, that's the one thing you can say. Even Amsterdam as well, to a point, you know, as much as you've got the tourists and things like that, um, it, the people are so relaxed and it's chilled and it's that And that they're so friendly. Yeah. And I think I think that's, you will sort of get immersed in, in Dutch culture um, mm. and, you know, nothing seems to bother them. They're just, they're just, they're yeah. just so absolutely relaxed. Again, that probably goes along hand in hand with the weed thing, but 
you know, it, it's it, I don't think everybody there is smoking weed. Let me put it that way. I think it's just the culture of the place. And it, it is just a very um, relaxed environment, uh, yeah. which, which was brilliant. So, well, I think what we'll do, because we've been yammering on now for about 17 minutes. So we'll we'll take a small break and then we're going to talk. We're going to come back and we're going to talk probably a little bit more about Amsterdam um and and things like that and we're going to talk a little bit more about food and we'll we'll tell you a little bit more about our experiences there uh because we've we've talked about Eindhoven and how much we liked it but I think we 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 need to really sort of prepare everybody for the uh <laughs> the shock of Amsterdam <laughs> compared yeah. to Eindhoven so we will come back in a minute And welcome back to segment three, uh, where we left you off. Where did we leave you off? We, we left you on a cliffhanger um, <laughs> where we were going to talk more about Amsterdam because we've we've told you how much we liked uh, Eidenhoven. But I'm now going to talk about the most important thing of any holiday. And this was no exception, food. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for Al's bite-sized wiener. Are you excited, AJ? Go on, show us your weenie. <laughs> well, your 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 weenie for Netherlands. I I if I think it is what I think it is, it might be a weenie. Are you gonna golden weenie a weenie? Why are you? Oh, you ruined it. Ah! Oh. <laughs> Am I stealing your life? So much setup. There was like oh. <laughs> and oh, just like that, God. it all comes tumbling down. Uh, right. So we haven't talked a lot about Amsterdam, but I did have the best hot dog, um, best weenie that I have had in a very, very long time. Um, it, you know, uh, um, in Amsterdam, there is a place called uh, De Food Holland, uh, which is the food hall, in case that wasn't abundantly clear. And we went to a place called Bulls and Dogs. Um, which, you know, have an idea of what they do. You know, it's it's fairly simple. Um, so they do hot dogs and pretzel buns and things like that. Um, massive portion sizes. Um, really, really tasty. Um, like you've got like pretzel buns covered in cheese. Um, I got, I believe, the bourbon bacon dog. Is that mm. what I got? Yeah. I don't and, know. And you got the double trouble dog, yeah. um, which we will show photos of on Instagram and things like that. Um, they are absolutely massive, but it was delicious food. Really set us up for the day because we got to Amsterdam quite early, and we were a little bit sort of to go from the quietness of Eindhoven to the absolute chaos that is Amsterdam. You do want to set your day up right and get yeah. yourself some food. This place is it's busy. Um, it's got a lot of tourists in it and things like that. So you, you don't escape by any means, but good food, good atmosphere, grab yourself a drink, you know, like a beer and things like that. Just sit there and just soak it all in. And it gives you that good sort of 15, 20 minutes to acclimatize yourself, mm. um, especially if you're coming from somewhere that's reasonably quiet, uh, like, like what we did. It is, it gives you that, okay, we're in for a day yeah. <laughs> type, type thing. Yeah. But it does set you up and it's really good food. And you probably don't need anything for the rest of the day until dinner. It is that yeah. big. But 
definitely the 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 uh, the bourbon bacon dog that I got. Um, you get the golden weenie. Um, again, the uh, place we went to is the Food Holland. Uh, highly recommend. And as I said, it's a good place to chill before you're out for the for the day and things like that. Oh, I'm so sorry I burst your bubble on that. It's all right. It's not the first time you've done things like that. But <laughs> ne- next time, let me talk about my weenie. Okay. Your your weenie is very sacred. It is. I, I, I like to talk about it, um, you know, especially um, when, when it's my golden weenie. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you were saying, like, Amsterdam being really busy. Like, mm. yeah, what's... Was there anything about Amsterdam? If if there's one piece of advice you could give someone who was going to Amsterdam, what would it be? Right. There's two types of Amsterdam. There's the obvious red light district, which has the uh, lovely ladies in the windows um, that are trying to to get you to have sex with them. Um, there's also lots of drunk tourists. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. They're all really pissed. They're all really high, and some of them are stumbling in and out of these places at potentially 10 o'clock in the morning because they mm. probably haven't slept. You will see that. There's no escaping it. You will see it. It doesn't really matter where you go. If you're anywhere near the red light district, you will see it. And it is a bit of a in-your-face moment. It's probably about two blocks of that. And then mm. you can pretty much go anywhere else. And that sort of culture and atmosphere is not as prevalent it's it's not as much so if you're going there for that reason absolutely it's there it's easy to find have at it go for your life um that wasn't what we were there for we wanted to go Anne frank's house the museums um i love doing stadium tours of um football teams so ajax um if you're ever in in the country they're obviously a huge european club massive history especially in the champions league um and obviously a lot of uh, uh, Dutch culture is there. So a lot of their museums, um, I believe they've got a, a lot of famous, I think famous paintings are there, I believe. I'm sure oh, you're in the Rijks Museum. Yeah. yeah. So have you have you ever heard of the Dutch Masters? I've, well, I've heard of them, of course, but I, I yeah. we, 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 did, we didn't go in um, at the, no. on the day, but um, we're, we're aware of it. So yeah, there's why, a lot why, of why, why don't you tell people more about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's it. The Rex Museum is one of the, probably one of the most biggest and famous museums in Europe, is one of them, yeah, in Europe, if not the world. Um, and the one thing when you think of like the Netherlands, um, the Dutch masters, um so all your your famous painters um and things like that that's what you would think of so <clears throat> i think there's a lot of um works by them in the Rijks museum um and yep as you said there's things like Anne frank's house the trip to amsterdam is probably the first time i realized how far in advance you need to book sometimes mm. um because yeah, Anne Frank's house was one thing I was going to do. And I very naively thought, oh, I can book a ticket three days before. No. And, I, and we we weren't even traveling peak time. No, um, no. So that was a big, big learning for me. And I know people find it absolutely hilarious how far I book stuff in advance. And it's like, well, if I'm going to spend all this money going to 
you know, all these amazing countries. I want to make sure I can get the most and be able to see these things. Mm. Like, um, we'll, we'll talk in a, in a couple of months, um, about a trip that's coming up very soon because we're going to London and I've tried to book stuff six weeks in advance and I can't. Yeah. But that was, that was the Netherlands in general. Um, it's the yeah. same, it's the same with the football stadium tours. It's the museums are quite busy, um, and they do have, um, capacity limits, whether that's changed dramatically since COVID as well, I don't know. Um, it was even the same with the um, uh, I Love Amsterdam sign. Oh, um, that was so busy. Absolutely packed. So even just trying to get a photo of it, let alone a photo of yourself or, or you know, uh, the two of us, you know, uh, overlooking it was nearly impossible. It is it is absolutely like get there early um, if you're wanting to get that photo. So also as well, there is a trick that I learned with the I Amsterdam sign that I mm. did. So what you can do is have a look at the letters for I Amsterdam, because some of the letters are exactly the same backwards. So go and get a photo of it behind. There's less people. There's less. less people, <laughs> if like probably next to no people. Like I have a um an M at the end of I Amsterdam, I went at the back and I was just sitting there. There was no one around me. So that is uh, a tip I would say is for the I Amsterdam sign, pick letters where you can get a photo at the back and, you know, it still looks like you're at the front, but there's no people. Yeah. Um, we've obviously already mentioned um, Amsterdam North, uh, which is a place where you can sort of go to, again, if you're just wanting a bit more of that sort of relaxed atmosphere and things like that, um, and see a little bit more of the city as opposed to, again, the red light district and all that sort of stuff. Um, it doesn't have the canals. It's very much sort of a more modern part of the city. It was actually being yeah. done, done up when we were there. So there was a lot of like infrastructure being put in, but it is, it's got fantastic restaurants and cafes. Um, and again, it's, you know, if you want to smoke weed there, you can. It's not like you're restricted in certain areas. I think a lot of people think that you have to go to the red light district to do all these things, to, to go and have a drink and have a smoke. If you want to do that in anywhere in the city, you can. Um, within reason, of course, you can't do it in Anne Frank's house. But, you know, you can you can do it pretty much everywhere. And I think that's the if if going to the red light district is not your sole purpose or not what your cup of tea there's lots more of amsterdam to do mm. while still being able to go you know what i feel like a smoke or i, f I feel like mm. having a few drinks plenty of places um that don't revolve around that and it's just it's a beautiful city the canals are really really pretty and again the locals <laughs> extremely tolerant people um yeah Dutch, not gonna lie, I could not have tolerated um, a lot of the behaviour of the tourists that we saw. But you know, they're 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 a lovely people, and when they do meet somebody that that's very polite and very nice to them, they they are very polite and very nice back. So um, patience of a saint is is probably what <laughs> I would say with um, the the people in in Amsterdam. But uh, it was a great city. Uh, I wouldn't stay there personally myself uh, for any longer than a day. I preferred Eidenhoven, but it was lovely to visit, and I think you can get a lot out of out of that city rather than just going to the red light district. Is would that be fair to say in, in your opinion as well? Yeah, and and leading on to that, um, obviously at the coming to the end of every episode, we do our meow meow beans. I 
I genuinely feel that our experiences were so different mm. in each city. I think we have to maybe been and rate individually on the cities. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for Eindhoven, um, I would give it. Oh, I'm gonna say three mia mia beans. Mm-hmm. Why? And maybe someday. And I think it's because um, I would happily go back, but I would happily use it as a base to explore different cities in the Netherlands. Um, so I know that there's a city I think about 35, 40 minutes away. Um, it's got a beautiful big cathedral, and I am not going to butcher the name. Um, I think they shorten it to Seborg, Hertensborg, or something like that, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. I would love to be able to go there. I would love to go see the windmills um, and the tulip fields because you can cycle out to them for Meinhoven as well. We didn't get to do it because of the weather. Um, so, yes, I would happily go back to Eindhoven. Um, but I would like to, yeah, use it as a pit stop ground to to venture out more around the Netherlands. Uh, I I would agree with that. I'm pretty much on board, uh, same as you. Three and for the exact same reasons um, to use it as a bit more of a base. So yeah, you pretty much took everything I was going to say then. <laughs> okay, well, I'll let you do Amsterdam then. So, what's your Miami beans and your ranking for Amsterdam? Okay, um, now that I've been there um, and I know what to expect, and that that this is this is probably the biggest thing. I probably wasn't as prepared for the way Amsterdam was going to be until I got there. Now that I know what to expect, and now I know where to go. And know where to, you know, potentially avoid if I if I'm not looking for certain uh, <laughs> certain things. Um, I I would go back to do Anne Frank's house, Ajax Football Stadium, the museums, Amsterdam North. But I'd, again, I'd do it for a day. It would be another one of those day trip ones just to see how the city is. As far as my meow meow beans, my experience wasn't the best, but it certainly wasn't. It's sort of changed over time. I think at the time, if you'd asked me, I didn't enjoy it because of the tourists. Um, however, I've come to appreciate the city a little bit more over time. So I'm going to say two, but that's based on my experience then. But I would go back. What about you? Mm. I'm going to have to give it a one. Oh, Oh, I didn't expect that. <laughs> okay, why? The reason why I give it a one is a lot of stuff you said about Dutch culture and all that kind of stuff you can get in other parts of the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, I The reason why I give it a one is I know that Amsterdam is a stag, hen, party town. That's what it's synonymous for. However, mm-hmm. I have been to many, many other stag, hen, do party towns. I've been to Prague. I've been to Budapest. I've been Barcelona. to Barcelona. I've been to, to Krakow. And 
so I'm I'm not I've been to Dublin. I love Dublin. Um, so belligerent, drunk, stupid foreigners and tourists is something that I'm very used to. For goodness sake, Edinburgh. <laughs> We've got Edinburgh yeah. on our doorstep. However, the individuals in Amsterdam took it to another level. Yeah, and they, they, they go hard or go home. <laughs> yes. And there were moments where, um, you know, I, I appreciate people are very open and free with themselves. There was just some things I really didn't need to see um, yeah. on a, you know, a delightful Sunday morning. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen so many penises um, <laughs> in the flesh, in the weenie form, just out there for all and sundry to see while these gentlemen were inebriated, intoxicated and preparing themselves to go into, you know, these ladies in the windows houses and, you know, all that. And I'm kind of like, oh, my gosh, maybe it's just my British shrewdness. And I, but I was just like, oh, my goodness, you know, I've, I've not even my coffee's not even kicked in yet. And I'm seeing, you know, random men's penises. Wow. Um, and I just that for me was just no. Yeah. Yeah, it and was a bit, it that, is a bit in your face. And I know that there's sex work and cultures, you know, that are quite open about sex work. You know, we'll probably talk about it in our Bucharest episode. There's signs with skin on skin massage where people were trying to get you to go into these establishments when I am stood right next to you. Mm. I was okay with that because I didn't have to see genitals before my yeah. coffee kicked in. So that for me just scunnered me. And it doesn't matter how much fancy art there is um, or how much history there is. Um, and I know that the British and the Dutch are doing great work about campaigns for, um, I think it's 18 to 30 year old Maine, the Stay Away Amsterdam campaign, where they're trying to discourage people. Um, and I know the police are doing a great work in Amsterdam to, to tackle that behavior. I know that, but that's why I give it one. Fair enough. No, look... It's... And I'm never this negative. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I love Dinehoven. I love Dinehoven. I love Stroopwafels. I love Dutch cheese. I love the Dutch people. They are awesome. But I just felt like I was in one of Dante's circles of hell. And I have <sighs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. I'm really sorry, listeners. No, look, we're, we're, look, we're very seldom negative, but the experience wasn't the best. But anyway. We won't keep going on about it. Um, I think we've talked it to death now. Um, AJ, what is our mm -hmm. next episode? We are doing Belgium. Ooh. We are doing Antwerp, which was another one of our day trips uh, that we did from Eindhoven. You can nip over to Belgium and go to Antwerp. So we are going to discuss all things Antwerp. Fantastic. Well... Thank you for listening to us rant. Um, hopefully that was a little bit educational and gave you a bit of a uh, an idea of, of the two experiences you can have um, in the Netherlands. Um, we, and we know loads of people have great time in Amsterdam. Like a lot yeah. of our, our friends and our listeners have loved Amsterdam. Once again, this has just been our experience of when we went. Exactly. So hopefully you get something out of that. If you're planning a trip to either one, um, please do. Uh, the Netherlands is a beautiful place and it's not just about parties and weed, but it can be if that's what you want. So we will 
catch you on the next episode. Please continue to support us on all our social media. Um, turn the alert bell on to to let let, let yourself know when we're when we're uploading because we have been a little bit sporadic as of late. Um, <laughs> but we will catch you on the next episode and continue to be the voices in your head. <laughs>